Welcome to Confidence Conversations with Idara. Today's conversation is with Nyanda Calendar, but we're doing it a slightly different way. So the intro here is to let you know that we're starting where we ended. So we went through the conversation, Nyanda and I, and at the end of it, when we had stopped recording, I found out the correct way to say a quote that she had shared in the course of the conversation. So we came back, started with that, and that's what you're going to hear first. You'll hear first and foremost the correct way to say this quote, and then we'll get into the conversation. Enjoy. All right, we're back on because I just learned from you the proper way to say that quote. We have to do it justice. I was like, I cannot have Jamaica coming for us if we don't do this quote justice. So uh, please take it away. Can you go ahead and, and say how it's supposed to be said, this thing about... <laughs> You know, wanting right. good. So yes. earlier I said, if you want good, your nose has to run. But the true saying is, if you want good, your nose has to run. Thank that's you. That's how you're supposed to say it. Thank you very much. Because I don't want to be canceled. Is... <laughs> it's so, it just, it's much more effective and powerful. It conveys when you say it that way. So, yes, thank you. We have to, yes. We might lead with that one. <laughs> we might lead with this one and then say the rest because. We got to be very careful. Very careful. I like it. It makes sense. It makes sense. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you very much. Can you say it one more time? If you want good, your nose are for run. Boom. All right. Good morning, Yanda. Good morning. Nice to see you as always, and I'm so glad that we get to have this confidence conversation. Thanks for yes. joining me this morning. Thank you for having me. My pleasure. All right, so for, by way of introduction, I was thinking about just how much you do, how much you've done. So I came to know you personally, you know, daughter of a friend, yes. but our interactions largely centered around business. Yes. And then it was like this multi-hyphenate thing happening where it's like, Really, what what don't you do? Okay, so I'll start with the big one. Yes. Acting. You're an yes. actress and you've been in a number of different movies and also styles. You have the short ones, longer ones, commercials, a number of different things, um, local, international. That's been impressive and also always looks like fun. And then multiple businesses, which have a fun and practical component as well. Makeup and lash artist. You've also done um, some work as a... I'd say private party catering with hookah specifically and also doing hair. So a number of different things that um, are business ventures. But what I love about it is there just seems to be a string of fun as a theme running through it. Now, I want to make sure I didn't leave anything out. So you are welcome to introduce yourself as well. Awesome. Well, thank you. I think you touched on everything wonderfully. Um, yeah, I... I feel like I'm very multifaceted in the things that I do. Um, acting is my number one. That's my passion. It's what wakes me up in the morning and keeps me going. Um, I do social media management. I... <laughs> <laughs> that's social media management. That's the biggest, that's the business thing. <laughs> yes. Glad you said it. But yes. I've come to 
have this relationship is through social media management. Um, and it's been such a delight. And I got into that because I was just born into that generation where I got the last little glimpse of MySpace and I was around when YouTube was first created and all these main social media platforms and channels that we use today. Mm -hmm. I feel like I got firsthand experience with them using them, you know, just recreationally. And so in the last two years, I've really kind of dived into using them professionally. Um, and so that's one thing. Lashes, yes, I do do lash extensions. I also do hair, which I love. And I do makeup uh -huh, and hookah uh -huh. catering. Um, that's another one of like my babies. Um, it was something that whenever I talk to people about it, they're like, how did you, what? Like oh. hookah catering. It's such like a niche thing. Mm -hmm. um, and it was just kind of, it just fell into my lap really. And I just went full throttle with it. And now we're doing, we're doing pretty well. Um, and I'm really proud of how far we've come compared to where we started from. So I take pride in all the different things that I do. Um, some people you do, might you think- You do them well. Um, and and perhaps that's just, you know, second nature, you think nothing of it. And congratulations on going for all the things that are of interest to you. And I had to laugh when you said social media because that's so much of what we talk about because of the work that you're doing with the Antorch Group but it was also born of the quality of work that you were doing elsewhere already as a social media um, manager. And I, and I suspect that even though I'm interacting with you in one aspect of your business, which is the social media component, that the way you work on that is the way you've worked on everything else that you have done. You didn't even mention a nine to five. Maybe you'll consider going into corporate, but you're plenty busy. However, you were, um, you are thoughtful in the work that you do. You study the industry and the style that you're in. You know what you do, you're doing, and you're learning. You're constantly evolving, and then you're diligent and responsive. So, the fun component just seems to be part of it. But one of the things that I've come to appreciate the most is that diligence, the commitment, and knowing your stuff really, really well, which you always express confidently and a willingness to learn and evolve. That just seems like such a great combination. I can't imagine that you would touch on anything and um, experience anything other than success because of that willingness to learn and that, that diligence. It's so impressive. You know, you're a cool person, but the, the work ethic is a component of that presentation as well. It's not just, oh, I am cool, I look cool. You do amazing work. It's such a cool combination. Yeah. Thank you. I, I'm a hustler. <laughs> I get it from my mom and my dad. Like I will hustle, hustle, hustle. I I don't mind working hard. My mom always just tell me, like, if you want good, your nose has to run. <laughs> and so Okay. Um, it's I think it's a Jamaican proverb. And it's kind of true, you know, if you want to do something well. Um, you have to work hard. So I know I'm not the best at everything that I do, but as you said, I do take pride in educating myself and finding ways that, okay, maybe how can I get better? I might not be the best, but we all know that progress is better than perfection. So I'd rather be better than best. Um, and so I just take pride in that and going after everything that I 
my heart desires, my brain comes upon, because it's very important to me to not look back one day and say, I shoulda, woulda, coulda. You know, I'm grateful for the steps that I've taken because I can say, well, I tried it. You know, and I also know that in trying it, I gave it my all. And so if it didn't work, if it doesn't work, I can sleep at night because it's not something I didn't pursue or I didn't give my all to. I tried it, it just wasn't for me and I moved on to the next thing, but that helps me move forward and just close doors that maybe aren't meant for me. That's such a cool attitude. I'm sure that it'll come up again in a different context as we go through this, this conversation. How would you define confidence? I define confidence as being self-affirmed and self-confirmed. And so um, what that looks like for me is I deal with social media a lot. Social media and my generation go hand in hand. But in a lot of ways, I feel like social media is very toxic Mm. to your development or I like to speak in I, so to my development. Because as I said before, I came into social media, my first time, my first Instagram I created at 12. Um, And yes, 12, yes. And, but that was when Instagram was first created. I was in Mm -hmm. seventh grade and everyone was talking about Instagram. And I was like, I had this little Android thing. And I was like, Instagram, like, I wanna get it. And back then Instagram was truly just for sharing pictures and sharing moments. It was Mm -hmm. very in the moment, not much thought went into it, right? But as time has gone on and now social media is monetized and it's a way that people are creating careers and becoming famous, it's shifted from being authentic to superficial. Yes. And so as an 18, 19, 20-year-old on social media, I was seeing people in college like myself living their best lives. Like, traveling the world, all this designer, buying their homes, having these luxurious cars. And I was just sitting in a dorm room in college, driving my 99, you know, 1999 car, thinking that I was doing something wrong. And it took me a very long time and a lot of work and, you know, just in reflection to realize that that's their journey. That is their moment. Mm -hmm. Clap for them, root for them. And in the same token, I don't truly know if that's reality. I feel like social media has very much distorted reality. Yes, a lot of acting. A lot of acting and a lot of, you know, faking the funk. Pretending, yeah. And so once I kind of came to that realization that everything that glitters is not gold, I started to more so just focus on myself, you know, and just look inside for that that confidence, you know, I am enough, I'm doing enough. And also being diligent in my belief that if I was to be doing something else, I would be doing it. There are no mistakes. There is no bad timing. I am firm in my faith in God. And I know that his timing is divine. If I was supposed to be in Thailand right now, I would be in Thailand right now. But no, right now in this moment, I'm supposed to be here having this conversation and just enjoying the present, enjoying what I bring to the present versus looking at what everyone else is doing and oh, I, and feeling like I'm not doing enough. So confidence for me 
like I said, is being self-affirmed and self-confirmed that I'm doing what I need to do when I need to do it. I love it. Self-affirmed and self-confirmed. We can probably do something with that on social media. I love <laughs> it. it. It just implies um, so much. And there are a couple of things that you said that, that struck me as you were saying it towards the end, you were talking about just being present, being in the moment, being able to appreciate where you are is such a big part of that sense of certainty and satisfaction. You know, otherwise you're always seeking, always looking and just not enjoying what is around you. And the other thing was that not feeling as if you have it all figured out does not mean does not take away from you as a person you know it's it's perfectly normal to have a reaction to feel a certain way and understand it just understand what it means to you so when you say that you're in your college dorm and you're looking at this life and how something else appears to be that it got to you i would say perfectly normal because sometimes it feels to people as if that moment where they where something got to them and they had a normal human reaction a completely human emotion kind of defines them and it doesn't you know it will pass it's okay to feel the thing that you're feeling it will pass but that also brings me to the next question which is when actually what I'll, I'll phrase it this way what do you do when you need a confidence boost when you are feeling like it would be a good time to get your sense of confidence back up because it's impacted by something someone a situation what are some of the things that you do for a boost this might sound silly, but um, I like to just take a step back and just take a beat and ask myself what has gotten me to where I'm not feeling confident in myself. Like what was the situation? What was the circumstance? And so after kind of playing with that idea of what it is, then I tried to start dissecting it. Like, okay, well, why? Why is it that I'm feeling less than? Why is it that I'm feeling like mm -hmm. I'm not enough? Mm -hmm. Why is it that I've allowed this person or this situation to make me feel like I'm less than? And then the gears start grinding and I have that moment of, I can't give someone that much power. And it's easier said than done for me. It's, it's very easy to say it, but in the moment, and it doesn't happen instantly, but over time, I can start brick by brick, kind of building myself back up. And it might take me a few days, it might take me a few weeks, because I'm a person, I very much let myself feel all my feelings. Mm -hmm. If I am sad, I will be sad until I'm no longer sad. I don't force myself out of my feelings, because I've learned that it's just putting lipstick on a pig. Um, I have to feel it, you know? And so just brick by brick, I just tried to rebuild my confidence back up. And so it helps me the next time. It doesn't hurt as deeply. Whatever the situation is, it's like, ah, well, I dealt with that and I overcame that. So you got it. You're okay. And something else that I do is we're really hard on ourselves, right? And my father told me this and I never forgot it. He said, when you beat yourself up, beat yourself up with a feather, not a brick. And so I started to really see that in my life in different areas. My friends or family will talk to me about things that they're going through or situations that, you know, are making them feel less than or, you know, making them question, them, question themselves. 
And it's so easy for me to give them kindness and grace and say all the things that are true that I feel towards them just to help them pick themselves back up. But when it comes to myself, I find that I am like so critical, so hard on myself. I literally beat myself up with a brick over the most smallest things, big or small. It's, I don't mm-hmm. give myself any grace. Mm-hmm. And that does not help my confidence at all. I feel like I, in the past, I have been like my worst, my worst enemy. And so now just treating myself with that same kindness that I extend to everyone else and granting myself that same forgiveness that I give everyone else, Mm -hmm. it's really helped me to be more confident in myself because my opinion is really the only one that matters. What I think of myself is most important. And so if in my room, in my solitude, I am being so cruel and, and cold to myself, I'm not doing myself any service. And so that's been something that I have been practicing lately and want to continue practicing. It's just in those moments where I feel like I need a confidence booster, I feel like my confidence has taken a hit, loving myself a little extra hard, whatever that means. If it means I need a shopping spree to Ross or TJ Maxx or Target, And it's gonna this make book me, comes with a budget. If I want to go to the nail salon or if I just want to lay in my room and not talk to anyone, mm-hmm. whatever it is that I need, I'm going to give that to myself. Mm-hmm. And in the process, be kind to myself. If it's mm-hmm. taking a little longer than I thought, no problem. Take your time. Because if my best friend called me, I'm going to, girl, take your time. Yeah. Take your, don't rush yourself. But with me, it's like, no, I have to get back up. I have to do this, this. I can't. We can't pour from an empty cup. So yes. long story short, that's what I'm doing. Now. I got it. And it, it makes it makes perfect sense to me. I, I, I do think you have to go through it all the way through with the feelings. I think the only way through it is through it. But on the other end of it, you have better understanding. And there's the potential that it'll be a shorter loop the next time because you start to recognize, oh, I feel this way because of this and then you get through it but it's really in going through it all the way through you don't deny yourself the feeling the emotion you understand yourself better and it makes you stronger so yes going all the way through it with the emotion excellent advice just you get to know yourself better love on yourself even if it comes with a budget you know just take care of yourself all the way through it and then the practice and you saying practice is real in terms of that's what it ends up being practice not beating yourself up with the brick if you have to beat yourself up beat yourself with a feather not a brick maybe we'll tease that one out separately to give examples of how how to to do that i'm sure that's advice that a lot of people could stand to hear if you have to beat yourself up beat yourself up with a feather not a brick that's great advice Now, can you share a time when being confident has made a difference in your career? Yes. So um, in 2022, I was working a nine to five um, and it was a really great experience. It really showed me that if all of all the things that I'm doing and the many hats that I wear, if none of them work out, I'll be okay. Mm -hmm. I can go 
work a nine to five, I can yeah. climb the corporate ladder and I'll be okay. Um, but unfortunately it was a tech company. They went through major layoffs and I was one of them. And so um, at that moment, I was not acting, which is what I truly want to do. I was not giving any time to my craft because I was so tired. I was exhausted. I would wait, work from, it was a nine to five, but I was really working from six to six or six to seven some days. Mm -hmm. yeah. And I didn't feel like picking up a script. I did not submit myself for any auditions. My website, my acting website was a mess. Like all of my materials were just non-existent. And I had kept saying to the people around me that I'm gonna start, I'm gonna start, I'm gonna start, I'm gonna start. And I truly believe now in hindsight, God removed me from that situation so I could start. Mm. And I told myself most importantly, but the people around me, my accountability partners that I'm gonna start this acting thing and I'm really gonna take it serious. And I did not have a job. <laughs> I did not know where my income was going to come from, but I had the confidence in myself that I'm gonna make a way. I know myself. Yes. I will make a way out of no way. And I know God and I know he will make a way out of no way. And so I'm just going to step out on a maybe. I don't know where I'm going. I don't know which way is right or left, but I know that I was removed from that situation for a reason. Mm -hmm. And I won't know what the reason is until I try something. And so that was the first time. And since then it's been, six months, just mm. about. And I have been on more films in the last six months than I have in the past five years. Mm -hmm. I have had conversations with other actors and agents and all these people in the industry that continue to show me that I made the right choice. But mm -hmm. had I not taken that first leap of faith, I would not be here. I would still be wishing and hoping to be acting. I wouldn't be actually doing it. And it's truly, it's not what makes me happy, but it definitely adds to my happiness. It's something that it fulfills me. I Something about hearing that word action and starting to, <laughs> you know, just transform into something else. It, yeah. it truly, it truly does um, satisfy my soul. And so I am just, grateful and I feel like I'm a living testament and a working testament to stepping out on faith and having mm -hmm. that confidence in yourself that you'll figure it out yes. when you when you have no choice you you will make it work I started doing hair I started doing lashes I started doing makeup I started taking social media more seriously mm -hmm. my hookah business I went full throttle with that all these things because in Jamaica they say every mickle makes a muckle like every <laughs> everything adds up and so it I have like three jamaica quotes now <laughs> I know, every right? mickle makes a muckle Love yes it. every mickle makes a muckle which basically just means one by one it all adds up or as a lot of people around me say all money in mm -hmm. whichever way you get it from it's gonna all add up and so those all these different lanes and hats that I wear have been the sus substance that has allowed me to continue pursuing my acting career. So 
that was the first time I really saw being confident plus faith will equal success. You just thought you knew you would be fine and took that pause at that moment to do the thing you really wanted to do. Something else that, that stood out when you were describing spending so much time in the nine to five job was the part of, in essence, giving up something that you actually enjoy, which if you had time for, perhaps would have helped you to feel more energized in your day to day. And that's the ironic thing about not carving out time for something outside of work that you enjoy, you know, what it can cost you otherwise. I also really like every mickle makes a muckle. So in case you're not keeping track, so far I have. If you want good, your nose has to run. When you beat yourself up, beat yourself with a feather, not a brick. Every mickle makes a muckle. Yes. That's probably going to be my descriptor for this video. <laughs> and so. my mom and my dad, I feel like, are going to come and want their royalties from <laughs> these You gave credit. These where and Jamaica. And Jamaica yes. is coming for you. So, yes, you gave yes. credit where it was due. It's not mine, okay? okay. They're not mine. I did I not create it. them. Yes, yes. In yes, integrity in your business is something else that I've seen in your work as well. So, yes, you gave credit where it was due. Yes. Now, you've shared a lot um, of what I would consider to be wisdom, self-awareness and wisdom in conveying this. What advice do you have, even if we've covered it already, but what advice do you have, especially for young women and others that are early in their career, as it relates to their confidence when their confidence is being challenged? I, I feel as though... I would like to share that you have to become your source of confidence. It can't be extrinsic. It can't come from your friends or your partner or your parents because everyone's going through their own things. Everyone has their own mountains to climb. And if you are codependent on reassurance from mm -hmm. others, when they aren't able to feed you, you will feel deprived. And so if you are able to do the work to be your own source of confidence, whatever that may be, it might be working out and looking good. Maybe that helps you feel more confident. It might be reading and educating yourself. It could be picking up a new hobby, whatever it is, or just self-affirmations, whatever it is that gives you those little boosts of confidence, just make sure it comes from yourself. Um, because there's so much negativity out there. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. There's so much competition out there. There's so much insincerity, so much inauthenticity, if that's the correct word. But the point is, there's so much out there that is there to steal your confidence, to steal your joy. If you let it, yeah. If you allow it. And we live in a world where it's not even about whether you allow it, it will happen. If you're on social media, if mm -hmm. you're using any type of online you know, sites and have online profiles, there's a whole bunch of unsolicited opinions and advice yeah. that exists. Yeah. And so it's not even as simple as allowing it. It's just 
existing in this world can cause you to lose your confidence. And it can be so indirect, as we talked about earlier, of seeing like a meme out there where they say, you know, if you're 23 with no kids, you know, what are you doing with your life? It's so Is that silly, a meme, right? by the way? I don't think so. I just made that I up. I would hope but not. <laughs> I hope not. But, or it could be if you're 32 with no kids, no man and no job, you're yes. a Yes, yes. But that the, leaves these out- Markers of where you're supposed to be right. in theory. Yes. Right. And they leave out all the nuances. Okay, what if I'm 32 with no kids, no job and no man, but you know, I've been battling this secret thing that no one knows about that I haven't talked yeah. about. Yeah. And if you don't have that confidence in yourself and that assurance in yourself, that will get to you. Mm -hmm. And now you're battling these people that you don't even know. Mm -hmm. And so, and I'm, I talk about social media a lot because I'm having these conversations with people my age and mm -hmm. people, I would say age bracket, like 19 to 33. And social media, it seems to be the one thing that we all have in common. And mm -hmm. it's very prevalent. And I see the way that it is really altering us and people. And in a perfect world, I would love it if social media literally just shut down for like a year. And I saw this on, I saw this on Twitter not too long ago, like social media needs to just shut down for a year so we can all get back to reality mm -hmm. because we are lost. And there's a lot of people out there whose confidence comes from, you know, other people. And that is very detrimental. So Please, you have please to become please. your own source of confidence. You have to. And it, it's it's not easy. It's it not time. easy, especially in practice. this world. It takes practice. It takes time. And it also takes some type of solitude. It might be taking a break from social media. It, mm -hmm. might, it might take going outside and touching some grass and having a real moment, you know, and realizing that yeah. It's literally an, an, an it's a whole nother world. Yeah. There was a movie there was a movie that kind of was a visual representation of people not interacting anymore, surrogates. So now not only was it about not interacting directly, but there was a physical representation of yourself out there that looked like you want to look while you were in the house. So even the interactions out in the real world were Avatars, basically, we're avatars of what you're supposed to be. But social media is is prevalent, and even media, you know, news, um, and what used to be representing sources of information. Everything is really influenced, opinionated, and and you're right. If you don't have um, your own sense of self, it will not only affect you; it will actually rock you and, and throw you off, and change that Absolutely. sense of of direction. You have to become your own source of confidence. And some of it you acquire, I would say probably a lot of it you acquire in solitude, really getting to know yourself. Absolutely. That's, and that's I can imagine that how I feel today at 23 is not how I'm going to feel at 33. You know, I feel, I'm sure, and I'm positive that I will have a better idea and a better sense of self, but I'm doing the best with what I got right mm -hmm. now, you know, and just trying my best to continue reminding like it's not it's not real we don't need that validation i can validate myself i'm good you know and that 
I think is important for everyone to feel that way about themselves. You're good. You're perfect. You're doing what you need to do when you do it. There are no mistakes. You are right where you need to be. It's great advice. And although you're saying, you know, it will be better yet, I would say this process of not denying yourself the emotion, getting to know you is part of that evolution and building your, your confidence. It's not about being someone else or being this list of where you're supposed to be. It's really you knowing you. I started to say earlier, that was, that was great advice. Identifying ways to become your own source of, of confidence. My final question for you today, what's your next bold move? I thought about this a lot. And honestly, I am so spontaneous. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I couldn't tell you what it is, but I do know that whatever it is and whatever I decide to do next will be, and will, the things I do will continue to be a true reflection of me and the things that I love and the things that I'm passionate about. Everything that I do now, all the many hats that I wear, they're all connected to me. And I work from a place of relativity. Mm -hmm. um, even hookah, it's, it's crazy, but bigger than the hookah, it's more so the customer service experience and being personable and building relationships. That's a really big thing mm -hmm. for me. And so I don't know what it is. I don't know what it's going to be, but I doubt anyone's going to be surprised. <laughs> I probably won't be surprised. No. Yes. Um, so I don't know. And I think it goes into what I said earlier, just living in the moment. I really don't know. I used to be such a person. I was 12, couldn't wait to be 13. 13, couldn't wait to be 16. 16, couldn't wait to be 18. 18, couldn't wait to be 21. Now I'm like, okay, wait a minute. Time is going by really fast. I'm Welcome. Gonna... Right. <laughs> so now I don't really look for my next things. I'm more so just do what I need to do today and trust that that will take care of tomorrow. So Amen today, to that. I wasn't, I was, I was just waiting to hear what your answer would be on this one because my impression was that whatever it is will be, but you're also not waiting for something to have to be the next best thing. I mean, look at the list of things that you're doing. I wasn't sure what your answer would be, but I just thought, you're not waiting when you're, when it's time, when it's the thing, you move on the thing. You're not waiting to do the next thing. And so in that way, I would, I was going, I would have been surprised if there was something that you were waiting to do. I love it. So it's the combination of being in the moment and moving forward when you identify what that next thing is. I don't know what it will be, but I'm happy that I know you and I'm going to be right here with you to celebrate when that thing comes on. Thank you very much, Nyanda. Have a great rest of your day. And I'm looking forward to more success and more wisdom, ma'am, because that is what you have shared today. Thank you. Thank you.